Hello everybody and welcome to episode 36 of Competitive Magic with the Carnies. I'm your host from Italy, Andrea Mengucci, and joining me we have Javier Dominguez from Spain. Hello everyone. And Anthony Lee from Australia. Hola. We are all back together, so glad to finally uh, talk to you about what we did a few weeks ago at the Pro Tour with the whole Carnies uh, reunited for the first time after four years, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, I saw Anthony uh, in the line uh, to get the, 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 the PT badges and stuff. And what was the first time I told you, Anthony? Oh, yes, it was. you were so kind, Mangu, you know. A lot of people will probably think you would expect to meet Andrea Mangucci and have it be a wonderful experience. But uh, <laughs> after seeing Mangu for the first time after four years and... You know, to put that in context, last time we saw each other was at the Modern Horizons PT, the first Modern Horizons PT. Um, so I hadn't seen him for a while, and the first thing he said was, "Wow, Antonio, you look different." And then he pauses and says, "You look older." And I was like, "Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Like what? I mean, <laughs> that's how time works, Mangu." Yeah, I know. Not for I, Mangu. I just did. I didn't know what to say, and that was the first thing yeah, I said. Very clearly. <laughs> yeah, a natural, so, a natural thing. Yeah, if if any of you ever meet Mangu, either you know, make sure that you keep up with him regularly, or or just you know, if it's if it's too late, just never, never, never go back to him again. You know, or your yeah, it's it's so strange because you know we talk about we talk to each other every day, but the face <laughs> we don't <laughs> see each. Yeah, and you wonder why I don't ha bother getting a webcam. You know, no. Yeah, no, but yeah. even even Anthony's avatar is like a new photo, you know. Like yours and mine are like older, but Anthony's photo is actually newer. Like it's actually a new one from this year. So yeah, it is yeah, but it, it has the masks on, so it doesn't cover. It doesn't show. Yeah, anything, I, I, I don't. Know? I don't actually care about disease or anything like that. I just have the mask on so that people like Mengu can't attack my appearance. Right? That's that's the actual reason. So it didn't work for you, though, right? Did you? Like, no, it, it doesn't. Work? Really, it doesn't. Man, 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 you know, it's, <laughs> Mengu's too strong. Mango's too strong. But you yeah. returned home without any disease. It was all good. You had a great Yeah, a great I got really week. lucky because I think almost all the other Australians uh, got COVID and I didn't. So Wow, you know, really? Play a, play, play a diff, yeah. It's, wow. It's yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I remember the, the, the old days of P flu PT, whatever it was called, P like the proto flu, where a lot of people got sick after the yeah, convention conven or whatever. Uh, convention flu, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this time, I mean, this time or, or in Philly, I don't remember having that in our group. Yeah, uh, there's still like a thing. I don't know. Maybe people are a little bit like, you know, uh, close to each other nowadays. I don't know. Honestly, maybe they're more careful. I don't know. It's, it's lots of possible explanations. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I I, I wouldn't know. Yet. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> ah, Carnies. So, uh, how was how was the PT for you? So we talked about Javier's uh, top eight. Uh, um, in last episode at length, if you haven't checked, you know, episode 35, you can check it. What about you, Anthony? How did you do in, uh, in uh, Minneapolis? I, I, did, I did acceptably. I went 9-7. So that's, you know, that's a very comfortable record, isn't it? So like, it's the one where you requalify just on the edge. So you're not, you're not like absolutely thrilled. Actually, I am kind of thrilled, but you know, you know what I mean, right? Like, okay, it's not like okay, okay. stop, stop, result, stop. But you're like, oh, this is nice. This is good. Yeah, I want to so, say congratulations to Anthony here now. So congratulations, clap, 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 clap. Yay! And go, but um, clap. yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice record, I suppose. Yeah. So that we can see Anthony again in few we in few months in uh, in Barcelona. 
Is it a few months? I guess it's a couple months. Yeah, it's not. It's not actually as far off as it would seem. It's two. It's more than two months, but yeah, so almost two months. Yeah, so yeah. it's just a couple months. Um, so that's good. Yeah. Um, I was, re- I, was re- I was reasonably happy with the yeah. with the event. Yeah. You won. You sorry. You won the uh the 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 right to purchase a flight to Barcelona from Perth. How does that sound? Uh it's kind of brutal, but uh, it's okay. At least I get to book it now and not like after the RC, which would be horrendous because if i had qualified at the rc instead of the pro tour i would have to book my flight and then like leave three weeks later so i imagine that would be catastrophically oh. expensive so yeah and no, just true. to put in perception because us european i think are um i don't know a little bit privileged by the fact that almost every flight is never more than a thousand i want to say maybe yeah. to go to australia is a thousand from here uh, but i don't know like to go to america it's for me, it was like 800 to go to anywhere in Europe. <laughs> yeah, there's there's Ryanair, so uh, you can never spend too much. But to go from Australia to Europe for you was thousands of euros, thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because uh, specifically, it's uh, it's a very big tourist season in uh, in Spain, right? So uh, yeah, it costs quite a bit. I think um, about 2,000 USD, and that's to book it now. So. Can you imagine how much it would cost to do it three weeks before the event? <laughs> yeah, no, not the best timing for these RCE uh, for you guys. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of defers to the next one. Well, I, I think I think in future that they will uh, that they will look. They've they've received the feedback and they seem responsive to it. So I think they will they will try to book RC dates with that type of uh, travel arrangement in mind in future. So. I don't think it'll happen yeah. too much in the future. It's just for yeah. this one. It's a little awkward. Outside of the tournament, of course, you know, 9-7, I believe that as, as much as it doesn't sound so great, you know, our goal as professional Magic player is to keep 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 the grind going, keep qualifying. And uh, so, yeah, again, congratulations on, on achieving that. Uh, what about the, the whole weekend? Did you have anything stand out, any experience they want to share with the listeners? Oh, that's tricky. I don't know. I have a lot of stories. You have to prompt me usually. Otherwise, I'll just go on forever. So is there anything... Other than the mac and cheese. That was a very what? good one. A mac oh, and cheese was a very oh, good yes, part of the weekend. Cheese, yes, We don't have these because... things where we're from. Ameri- this probably sounds very strange to Americans, but, you know, the concept of mac and cheese is... Well, it's, it's very fascinating to a Spaniard and an Australian. Um, and at some point, I figured out that I could ask for them to add tomato on top, which, in my opinion, makes it much, much better. And then that's pretty much what me and Javier, all, all me and Javier ate. You know, that's, that's probably an exaggeration, but I, I mean, it's close enough to true that I'm willing to say it. Wait, so ex- explain again. So mac and cheese with tomato on top, but like raw tomato. Yeah, yeah. just just slices like pieces. And of it's tomato like it's on like top. a lot of other things. You know, like they they just figured out how to make macaroni good. It's like I don't know, like Italians came up with the original stuff, like macaroni or pizza, that Americans figure out how to make it better. Like you know, it's just just another one of those things. It's just it's an improved oh. recipe. The only difference, though, he was getting it for as a main course, and I was eating it as an appetizer. But yeah. other than yeah. that, we, we will be we eating the same. Sides, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's know, the sides are yeah. so large. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I, uh, I don't know. I got, I got, I got up to a lot of shenanigans. You know, so it was good. Um, we had, we had a lot of fun in the house. Um, you know, uh, hmm. Trying to think of anything in particular you might have wanted me to talk about, but I have no idea whether I mean, you, you consolidated would... yourself as the official trickster of the team. I'm not a example. trickster though. Yeah, Na- Nathan Stroyer is the official trickster of the team. Yeah, on no. Thursday, on Thursday, Anthony and Nathan were kind of like a team of 
two people just going around, ara- not harassing ara- like in a funny way, uh, everyone just uh, joking around. <laughs> Tricking is people it, into yeah. things, yeah. I've, I've, I, I imagine I, this I, the whole week just, ever tricked you know? anybody in our lives. Yeah, I think I think that's the joke, right? Because neither of us has, hour. has ever has ever made a joke in our lives. So, you know, we're both very straight edge. Yeah, very absolutely. People. Yeah. yeah. And I you have some stories, one. you know. I think you have some. I mean, I I know some. So you can start with the. I think I started with the beginning, I think. Also, you looked pretty happy when you 97, Mengu. Like, he was very happy, you can tell. You know? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I remember ready. I was watching a game of yours. No, sorry, I was looking for you, and you were just staring the void oh, for that was so, so long. I was so... And I was like... And I was, yeah. I was with Pivo then, and I, was, and I told him, he can't just... He can't just have gotten unlucky. Like there must be something bigger, because you know one no, couldn't no, you can, react yeah, I, this I, much. I think I've just never gotten that unlucky before. I, I was certain <laughs> I would win, and it just absolutely oh, broke me. Yeah, it was like, round fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. This was the one yeah. where I thought I was super ahead, where my opponent didn't have anything except the raised left transmogon in their graveyard, and I activated uh, Reckon a Bankbuster five times, took five draw steps, ticked up Chandra three times, and ended up finding. At the end of it, I only had lands in play, six lands in my hand, and I had cast a duress and a go for the throat, and then just died to the Rage Slash Transmogrant. So, I was just completely breaking. Like, I don't think I've ever gotten that unlucky before, but it's okay. And, you know, um, Javier gave me a pep talk, and, you know, it would be lovely to say, wow, Javier gave me a pep talk, and it turned around my tournament, and I was able to win the next match to requalify. But in reality, I mean, he did cheer me up, but I got paired to Blue White Soldiers the next round, so... I honestly, Javier could probably have done nothing at all, and it would have been fine. But it was nice of him anyway, <laughs> you know. Um, being useful, eh? Yeah, being yeah. useful so it doesn't I matter. I don't, I don't yeah. usually get that upset. I don't. I don't remember ever being remotely close to that upset after just getting yeah. unlucky. But that was that was I mean, incredible. Never, yeah. like, what? like I've never been used. I never seen you that upset, and I've seen you losing too many finals. You know. <laughs> yeah, like Actually, even like, then, I was just like, oh well, that that sucked. You know, like there was that finals. You know, I think I don't know if Mengu was there for this one. Javier wasn't there, but he was hearing about it online PTQ. yeah the okay. ptq in kyoto where yeah, i, I was playing god Ferris gift and because god the Ferris cards gift. were all in japanese and i didn't exactly know the text of the card i didn't realize that god Ferris gift does not target so i thought i didn't realize that i could force my opponent to use their graveyard hate and then then mill myself and if i hit any creature kill them so i just had to play out this game three of an entire ptq finals with like half my team watching me just not kill my opponent because I couldn't read. I literally couldn't read my cards because they're in Japanese. And then I just sat there and waited to lose. It was uh, an amazing experience, you know. Uh, but even mostly- then, but even then, like I was a bit upset then. But even then, I was like, oh well, that, that's on me for not knowing the cards, right? Like, you know, it's, it's mostly that funny. event that made me always play with cards either in English or Italian. Right now, uh, that's a good lesson. Yeah, don't play with foreign cards. You never know. What yeah, that one, that was that was yeah that that was pro- that was a lesson that I. Absolutely did not take on board whatsoever. But uh <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because it happened to you and you're still the one yeah. well, cars in languages. So it's okay. But uh yeah, so that that that, that was uh you know, the, my matches were good. Um I played against uh What was your hmm. last match? My last match? Oh yeah, that's right. That was my last match was against Pivo. That was fun. Pivo. Yeah. Pivo. It, was, it was great but- because we were so happy that both of us had already gotten our ninth win. So, like, yeah. if, if it's me and Pivo that have to play for an invite, it's kind of terrible because someone has to die, right? But this way, we're both yeah. already quite happy. 
Um, sure. it, was, it was wonderful to play against Pivo. Pivo's great. He's done so well from so little. I think it's really impressive. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pivo, once again, I, uh, qualifying to the next Pro Tour with... Uh, uh, what's the... Um, you probably guys already talked about this with other people, but like, what's the world's... Um, situation because i heard a lot of people saying that if you qualify to three pro tours you make day to all of three it's chances that you qualify at large yeah, good chances you need you need a certain number of adjusted match points you need to be you know, in the top 32 or have a record equal to the uh 32nd place uh so in, in, uh invites do pass down so the top 32 players on adjusted match points that have not already qualified uh for worlds uh then get an invite to worlds basically yeah so I yeah. think um, Julian Wellman, who is our resident mathematician, suggested that it was about forty-five that he thinks would be would be safe or would, that would get okay. to worlds. I don't remember, but okay. uh, I think I think it's forty-five to get to worlds, if I recall correctly. Don't don't quote me on that, but um, yeah, that's if you, if you get enough match wins across all three pro tours, you qualify for worlds. Yes, and yeah, Eva has done rather be. well. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you show off to all three. That's doing pretty well, isn't it? So, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like he's a very good shape. Like it's hard to know because obviously it's a leaderboard, so it depends on other people. Mm-hmm. But it feels like you know everyone that did like there's like two good PTs or two, three like day twos, whatever. That should be enough, you know. Also, day two is. I mean, it doesn't it's not the same if you go day two and then zero away to day two, and if you go like eight eight. Yeah, but I think like three nine sevens or so should be enough. What about six ten? How do you rank that record? Is that what you went? Maybe did you go six ten? I went six ten, yes, proudly, winning. Oh you got no, six wins, though. notably winning the last one to go six ten. Oh man! So there was I a mean, point where it was five and ten. Oh, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a six still like something, right? Honestly, the 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 last matches were so fun. I was playing against all these guys that you know were already dead for anything, just just playing for fun. Yeah, just you know, at the highest stake possible you can think of, but the lowest table it's it's very fun oh well that's something i i just remembered one of the one of <laughs> a funny story from one of my matches um i didn't play very well in this match uh, overall i would say but i don't think it made much of a difference anyway but you know that's not the point of the story so i played against um gabriel nasif in the last round of day two draft so what round is that 11 is that right um so I, I got cut during the draft, um, and when I say I got cut, I don't. I mean, I don't mean the person on my right was in my colors or whatever. I mean, I literally cut myself while I was sleeving my draft deck um, oh, on the sleeves. Wow! So I was, I was, I was, I was a little clumsier. Um, so while I was shuffling my hand, you know, because all Magic players are contractually obligated to shuffle their hand incessantly, right? If you ever stop shuffling the cards in your hand, you get kicked out of the tournament hall. That's that's somewhere in the IPG, I think. Anyway, so I'm shuffling my hand and I accidentally drop a card and immediately pick it back up. Uh, and then Nasif plays Kenra Spellspear, the 2-2 with Prowess. And then I say, oh, well, I guess since you know about it, I have to cast it now. And then I play Final Flourish to kill his Kenra Spellspear. Uh, and then you know, a few turns later, I play uh, Deadly Derision, destroy target creature, make a treasure on I don't know some some larger creature. And he says, "That was the cre- that was the card you dropped. <laughs> it wasn't the final flourish that I dropped. It was a Deadly Derision." And I tried to cover my mistake by being like, "Oh well, you know, <laughs> guess I have to play it now." 
and he realized that you know it was that it was what I'd done when I played when I played the card that he thought that I dropped, which was the card that I dropped, not the one that I claimed that I dropped. You know, and he's like, "Oh, you tricked me." This Anthony Lee character, he tricked you. He tricked me. My eyesight's not what it used to be. Um, so, I got to I got to play that little trick on the Sif. I don't. I'm, I'm, it's not clear to me whether it actually worked or not, but you know, I doubt they had any consequence. But who won the who um, won the match? Nasif, because I played terribly and his deck was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, actually, I think so, I won the I actually won the game that I played terribly, but you know. <laughs> but I mean, if you won the game, then it worked. If you lost, then it didn't work. No, it was awful. Like he mulliganed to five, and I just made a horrendous attack, not thinking about invasion of Regatha plus another thing, and you know, I was like, that was like the only way he could win. Like, why did I just give him that chance? Like, it's horrible. No. Anyway, it's fine. I won anyway, but yeah, apparently yeah. that's how it works. That's how it works for me. You know, it, it wasn't terrible because. I won anyway, but it was terrible. Okay, so if you won anyway, it's okay. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so uh, later in the day, at the end of the day, um, I'm just sitting in the player lounge, uh, waiting for you know stuff to finish, stuff to wrap up, um, and we were watching coverage, and you know, at the I don't know if you watch the coverage stream because it's kind of weird. People talk to you about stuff that happens on the coverage stream because they watch it from home, but when you're in the tournament hall, it's not that easy to watch the coverage, right? Because you're busy for most of the rounds because you're playing. Even if, and even when you're not playing, you're kind of chatting with people. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You're, you're at the thing, so you don't actually watch stream. But you know, I watch, yeah. I watch some, and then I saw. I don't know. If, so I don't know if you saw, but they they scroll through all of the players at the uh, on on the bottom of the screen. You know, so it starts from one Javier Dominguez. Uh, you know, which is pretty nice. Yay. And then so it starts from Javier, and then it goes down. So they have a slide with all of Team Handshake on it with the top four, and then they go to the rest of the top eight. And but then they keep going. It was it was <laughs> it was quite strange because I thought they would stop. I thought they were just showing you the top eight, but then they just keep going. You know, uh, <laughs> so you go you go through them. You go through all the people who top sixteen, all the people who just missed, and then it just keeps going. You know, and at some point, it, it's it's almost like it's 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 a pretty brutal parade because you start getting to like the three fives. You're like, I don't know if we need to, I don't know if we need to do this, guys. We could probably cut this here. But <laughs> so I was watching that. Um, and I was sitting on the couch and, uh, Huey Jensen, uh, was in the middle of the couch and he was talking to Nassif on his right. Uh, and as the, as, as the names were going past, you know, they were like, oh, there's so-and-so that we know. And at some point Huey was like, oh, there's, there's Anthony Lee at nine seven. And <laughs> Nassif tells him, you know, it's a funny story. I played against him. And then he tells a story of, uh, of what had happened in our match. And then he says... I was thinking about whether he would try to pull that on me, and then, I mean, I, I don't know if, uh, if how, how many viewers would have seen me or seen Huey, but there is a, we are very differently sized people, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, Huey's a giant, right? He's very, very tall, and I'm a very, very not tall. Uh, so then I, I, I just I realize that that Nasif doesn't realize that I'm on the other side of Huey, so I get to jump out from. From from uh, behind Nowhere. him and be like, no, nah, I, I don't think he would, you know. So that was fun, and he, you know, he, he said it was. He said, "Oh wow, I'm glad I didn't finish my story." If wow, what a piece of shit or anything like that. So um, it was fun. That was fun. Uh, that was just to be clear. Though, that's the only time I ever tricked anybody. This that that entire trip, I I never never played any other jokes on anybody. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a very good. I mean, I love this story, by the way. I would have loved if the, yeah, if the screen of players would have continued so that we arrived with the actual like, last one of day two. It does. They it do, just keep right? going. It, it does. It does. It, it does goes show all the way to last place. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone get to you know show his name, their, their name, and their flag. I don't think it's a bad thing though. You know, you can just if yeah. You, I think you're it's. Only I think yeah. I mean, a lot of yeah. people would still appreciate it. Like, you know, just to be recognized as being part of the pro tour, but. Exactly. I mean, also I for some people, of, it know. must be so brutal. Can you imagine like losing your winning in for day two or whatever, and then just every time you see that, you know, the ticker tape go past, you're like, oh no, this, oof, you know. But also, can know. you imagine it's the first and only PT you will ever play, and you don't do that well because you have no time or whatever. But you know, you get the your moment of like, you know, you're shown there with the flag, and you know, that's, it's nice. That's, that's worth true. It. That's true. Yeah, it's also pretty good if you if you're top of Swiss, you know. It's it's pretty good for uh, that guy. I, not like you don't, not really. I mean, it's it's cool, but I think it's, you know, you're already happy enough because you're doing well in the PT. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I think it would make for a great screenshot if you can just screenshot like the top four because it was in sets of four. So, you know, it was set up perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Everyone played Anthony's, Anthony's deck. You know, Anthony's uh, fireball. Light up the stage yeah. tech. Let, let up the Anthony, yeah. Yeah, that ended up knocking Mango out or whatever in the PDQ. Is that right? Is that what happened? Or it may killed you in the last round of Swiss or something? I don't really yeah, remember. yeah, that's true. Yes, I died yeah. to the, so the, the There was a the rule fireball. about the fireball and it was like, it, what was it, Anthony? Like, if we do well, it was your idea. And if oh, was- yeah. So, like, in the, on the, like, I think on the way to, like, dinner sometime, Nate was like, whose idea was this anyway? And I was like, well, it was actually mine, but if it turned out to suck, we can just say it's Tristan's. I mean, <laughs> no one, no one's gonna. I mean, it's perfectly plausible, right? It was, I mean, Trist, Tristan adds all kinds of like, uh, well, they're often good, but they look pretty questionable. I remember Tristan played a card against me that I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, I bet. I bet I know because I, I know because I remember when we were looking at deck, you know, during the open deck listing, I played against uh, Jakub Toff, and he was like, "Rotten reunion." Is that is that is that the Tristan card? So <laughs> yes, yes, he knew. <laughs> it, was yeah, it, was. it was Tristan. It was, it was probably Tristan's idea. That's, no, the, that's yeah. why I knew. I, I knew I was totally covered with the light up the night because I was like, if it he sucks, played, I just have someone to blame it on. Yeah, yeah no, t- against me, he played a two minus three one with Blitz that when he dies makes a treasure. Another Tristan card. Another Tristan yeah. card. Yes. Uh, you weren't here for this mango, but I I tried repeatedly to put this card in decks for the set championship Streets of New Capena, and Javier just bullied me re- relentlessly for it. He was. He was not having any of it. He was not on. Okay. He was not okay with it. Rivet it was better this time, though. The, the, like yeah, this time when Tristan played time. against me, yeah, I was like impre- really impressed with the card. I was like, well, this card maybe it's not. So yeah, bad. I was trying to. Yeah. I was trying to do stuff with Obnixilis with it. Uh, the adversary this this time it just made more sense. It's just like a regular card. Like you, you weren't dependent on another card to make this good. And also this card this time, Rivetier's requisition had looked better because we hated graveyard trespasses so much they're like well i guess this guy isn't graveyard trespasser so i mean it can't be that bad right like yeah that's why it looked good maybe you know <laughs> yeah, i honestly it think was like a it's, a, it's it. a trespasser that costs one less and gives you something when it dies you know yeah i, I mean a two mana three one is just better than a three mana three three and you know yeah <laughs> it was I, I don't think it was that bad like i don't think it's that close to be like no i would totally consider playing it as tristan yeah. would say it's totally fine you know totally fine if, yeah, yeah but like Rodin, I, I, I didn't realize like we played like like obviously return reunion was a Tristan card i loved it but i didn't connect you know the yeah, it's a very interesting. The i mean Rodin it was a good reunion. fine i think it made a reanimator matchup quite a bit better honestly no absolutely no yeah. no it was a good fun i just didn't realize it was like the pure Tristan card like we just all played oh, very much so <laughs> yeah um, 
<laughs> yeah, Rotten Reunion was very good when I played it in the PTQ. Just discarding into Fable, having it there against the Karotia Jigs. Yeah, it's I mean, a big part of it with those ideas, is know, that it, it, was a graveyard, this, yeah. it was a graveyard hate card that they can't interact with because like, everything else, like, Hearth can be abraded and everything else could be duress. You can't even duress Rotten Reunion. So, like, if I draw it, then, like, you know, you don't get your graveyard thing. That's the end of the story. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Tristan. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a good card, even in Pauper, to dodge uh, Chainer's Addict from the Blue Black uh, Terror deck. Yep, it also eats Ooh. Invoke Despair. So. <laughs> That's that's just China's edict of standard, I suppose. Liliana, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rotten Union standard staple. Can you yeah, format the, superstar? You know, can be really tough spots. Can you imagine purpose. you have five mana, you play Shieldred, pass with a mana up, they slam invoke and you're like, in response I make a zombie. I mean maybe so, maybe it happened to someone, right? Yeah. Like, I mean it's uh, very it's very plausible that it happened to someone. We were like fourteen just, players playing Rotten Union, so yeah. some of some of us I, I think even played two. Some uh, Twisted uh, yes. Believers. I think some people play so, through it, yeah. Yeah, but they, I mean, we'll play the card because we all thought it was good. So, I mean, I, I will not be surprised that, you know, that might have happened to someone. <laughs> Speaking of standard, uh, there has been a pretty important announcement a few days ago. Uh, why don't we yes. try to cover what was that announcement about? I, I wrote some notes. Maybe I can read those notes. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, maybe you can. That, that would be like a good start. All right. Uh, there will be one scheduled BNR announcement window in the late summer, and uh, most of the changes for formats will happen then. So there will be a scheduled ban list date. They did this in the past, and then they moved away from like sudden announcements, and now they're back to just uh, you know announcing announcements again. I think this is good. I, I think it was a huge mistake when they moved away from the scheduled announcements because what that meant was that people were just calling for bands constantly because at the time every yeah, month usually usually yeah. we only had to put up with it like you know like at certain points in the year and then the, the noise just became incessant i think it was predictably wrong to move away from this so i'm glad that they were willing to go back on it and go back to what worked which seems like kind of a pen to be honest but you know yeah, here we and, are, they, and i'm happy yeah and, and they also announced mm. a bnr for standard on the 29th of May, mm -hmm. which will probably see Fable of the Mirror Breaker and maybe something else banned from standard. What is your uh, idea? Um, or do you have any ideas? You go first, Anthony. Uh, well, okay. So first of all, the reason that it's then and not earlier is because of the Arena Championship. Um, they did not want to interfere with... Um, people's testing that had already been happening for that you know and which is reasonable um i think that it would be a big mistake to ban only fable of the mirror breaker so they should ban more cards as well so i think fable of the mirror breaker is a little too strong for standard in general but as far as big bad cards go it's it's one of the least offensive that i remember because it doesn't really oppress anything fable of the mirror breaker tends to enable things more than it prevents things from seeing play and I also think that Fable Mirrors are generally enjoyable. So, like, Fable itself tends to uh, spoil some of the mirrors, but the decks that you can play because of Fable are quite fun to play against each other. Like, I think these Black-Red Mirrors and Grixis Mirrors are generally, you know, pretty enjoyable, and there's, like, a lot of skill expression available in them. I feel like that's much less true for a lot of other mirror matches that would be a lot more popular if Fable alone was banned. So I think if they remove Fable, they need to remove some other things alongside it. Like, I would much rather play Fable Mirrors than Rafine Mirrors. So if they only ban Fable, 
and then we all play Rafine Mirrors, that would be horrible. I think that would be much worse. But I, I don't know. I'm I I don't know. I'm not necessarily saying they should ban Rafine as well, which would be kind of strange because, I mean, it did horribly at the PT, didn't win any uh, RCs, and then gets banned. Like it seems so strange, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I, as long as it's not only Fable. I don't know, Javier. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, first, I think the the schedule, um, you know, it seems to be like the case for all the formats that are not standard. Like they, they will revisit all the formats once a year. That that's what I understood. Is that correct? No, not quite. So standard will be specifically be revisited the most in that one year. There will be additional, um, a, a, additional ban uh, win- windows for uh, ban list changes three weeks after each set releases. And in those ones, it's more likely that they will revisit eternal formats that get affected by standard sets. So, well, that's like the Oko window, right? Like that, that's a, like that's the Oko window, window. But they're going to use the Oko yeah. window more aggressively for it, for non-rotating formats than yeah. Uh, no, that makes sense because yeah, if if there's an Oko on a Hogak, if it's a problem in two weeks in Legacy, it's gonna be a problem like forever. Yeah, so, so they just, I think that makes sense quickly. So yeah, it's not quite that way. Yeah, but I wonder know. if this will become like you know something like we will ban something every year. You know, it doesn't I look think, likely. I think it's quite likely. The, I think isn't. I honestly yeah, think that's what might. people want. Like, <laughs> like so, it's like there's sort of rotation every year in modern on legacy. You know, um, like every year. Yeah, it's probably. Like, I know. mean, modern has kind of stayed the same for so long. I think they kind of need to. Yeah, I mean, um, this could be this could be good. Uh, I think so. And the standard one. I mean, yeah, I'm. So these last months, I feel like I'm starting to get the fable better. Um, and at this point, I just like the card being there. It's a little bit of what Anthony says, but also I just don't think it spoils the mirror as much. Like I just think it's a, it's probably the best card or whatever. But I don't think it's necessarily gonna be ba- going to be banned. They will ban things before it was not arena tournament. But I don't, ex- I don't know the win rates. But the PT was not exactly nominated by Fable yeah. as, po- as much as it might look. And we could see an arena championship where it's not that dominating anyway. And you know, if, if the, I'm not sure, like there will be a ban, ban, uh, ban announcement, but I'm not convinced there's gonna be a ban at all. I'm, I but am depending convinced on how that goes. they will ban Fable, but I'm not convinced that it's correct to do so. I think they will because so many people are just sick of the card. I think the card actually has. There's a lot of reasons I would not ban it. I think we'll be very cautious mm. about banning it, but I think at this point people just don't enjoy it. I mean, I felt the same way about Teferi Time Reveler, which actually has a lot of interesting it's play same, patterns actually. to it yeah. right yeah. but like people just were sick of his face so the card was gonna go and at some point i mean if it gets more people who want to play standard then i guess i'm okay with that right because i'm going i'm probably going to enjoy standard either way so even if i think standard would be better with fable in it which i'm not sure is the case but you know i think it's possible but i mean if everyone is just not gonna play it because they just don't want to see fable then okay then it has to go like that's that's just the reality. But the fairy I mean. is like the fairy and fable maybe keep like has have a similar spot, but it was the opposed thing where the fairy actually cancelled decks and yeah, made, I think fable was even less unplayable. Like fable is like the opposite actually. Like fable yeah, enables decks. Like, like, yeah, you, you could not play with a meter if it was not for fable. fable. Yeah, like, there's a lot of decks you could not play for because of fable. Um, at this point, I, I'm like kind of fine with Fable. I think there, there, there will all, even if you have Fable, there will always be a better card. Yeah, there's always like going to be something, standard. right? And, and I, I feel think, like, uh, yeah, go on. So, so go ahead, go ahead. 
I don't know. It's like, yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like, I'm saying the same with Anthony. Like it's a very good best card. Like compared to like, I don't know, Windows Reclamation, you know, or Fire's Dimension or whatever. Or what? Like, I think she both shield, but yeah, like those cards are much worse best card in the format. I think a card like these or, you know, other cards like we had before, like Rogue Refiner, you know, which maybe is a fine, yeah. a better compar- comparison for Fable mm-hmm. because maybe it's like a more similar card in terms like it dominates the matchups where it's good, but also some matchups it's bad. Like if you're playing against Agro, you have Fable on the draw, it's a bad card. Um, so like, like I think it's fine, but for me, if they ban Fable on the best card is like also something like just... Ataraxa, I think it's dangerous as well. Like, I think the, the format could go very wrong. Yeah, very that's what I'm worried about. And like something that I really wanted to say just now as it crossed my mind is there's always going to be a best card and I really want people to be cognizant of that. So does that mean that we're going to ban something every year? Which, I mean, okay, if that's if that's the case, as long as we're all, you know, on the same page there. But it's not like, you know, Fable is an exceptional, like the most busted card they've ever printed or anything like that it's just the best card right now and people are always going to want the best card to be banned now that we've set uh the paradigm for you know good cards to be the subject of that kind of talk nowadays so okay so one yeah. question i have for you guys if let's say you you have to ban one or two cards besides fable which one of them will you ban wait besides so wait do we ban it alongside fable or instead of we fable? ban fable and we okay. ban one or two maximum two more cards preferably one which ones would you guys ban, Mango and Anthony? I'll let Mango go first. Oh, no. The pressure. So I saw um, <laughs> my, 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 my teammate Arne Oshinbeth uh, talking to him a lot. He he was of the idea of banning Fable and Reckoner's Bankbuster. Uh, Reckoner Bankbuster, I believe, maybe I'm mistaken, but it was in like 80% of the decks of this BT. Is that a good metric, though? Like people no, always bring like, up. No, but like I yeah. understand, I understand. Maybe it's not a good metric, but it's a metric, and um, so maybe that's a card I could get alongside. But honestly, personally, I don't mind just banning Fable. Like I, 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 I listen to you guys talk a lot, and I think that's okay. Like Esper is a deck that, sure, it's a great deck and everything, but at the end of the day, there's like extremely good card against it, just removal spells, and probably like. Mono white or this domain decks can be alright against it. I, I feel like just yeah, for me it's Bun Fable, but I'm sure that you know you guys play a lot more, so yeah. I don't mind listening to you. I think I mean to speak to the point in general, like a lot of people use um diversity or how often a card is played as a mark for whether a card should be banned, and I don't think it's very helpful because the cards are often not um used the same way in different decks for a start. And it, they don't necessarily homogenize gameplay. So people used to talk this way about cards like Bonecrusher Giant, but Bonecrusher Giant didn't play exactly the same way in every deck. And it's not like just because a deck has Bonecrusher Giant that it plays the same way. So I, it, it never really seemed like a problem to me that there was Bonecrusher Giants everywhere because they go in different decks. Like some of them were control decks, some of them were aggressive, most of them were mid-range. There was a combo deck with it. Like it's not that bad if like that card is everywhere. And Reckoner Bankbuster is like that. It's not like every Reckoner Bankbuster deck is the same kind of deck or that it even uses Reckoner Bankbuster the same way. So even if it's in, you know, a very high percentage of decks, I don't think that's a problem. Like, the real reason that we should have bans is to try to fix gameplay experiences, right? And if Reckon a Bankbuster is a card with diverse enough play patterns that it doesn't homogenize gameplay, then I would be very surprised that it would make sense to ban it. Um, 
Hmm. In terms of, so I I, I wouldn't ban Reckon a, Reckon a Bankbuster for that reason, I suppose. But I felt that the point in general was more important. What would I ban other than Fable? I guess I would say Plaza of Hero Heroes and something else probably. I would I I I think it's. I mean, I'm not saying that it's clear that Esper would be the best deck if you banned Fable, but I'm saying that if it was the best deck, that would be very unfun. Like the format would just become about winning the die roll or whatever, um, which is how I feel. Esper mirrors get decided most of the time. So I would want to make sure that Esper is not the best deck, and I think Plaza is probably a better ban than Rafine in that regard, because I think Plaza is a super powerful card anyway, and might be liable to create other problems in future. Um, I don't know if I would ban anything else. Um, I mean, it's, it's an yeah. interesting topic. I think that, that, that you, you could argue for a lot of uh, different points. Like You could argue about Invoke, for example, because oh. Invoke is the type of card like Teferi, where Invoke Basically, soft oh. ban plus walkers from the the format, hmm. which is yeah. something that's not very like decidable for that's for a true. format like this. Like you, your all enchantments or plus walkers are immediately soft banned because of the best deck having invoke, right? Well, not enchantments, so planeswalkers that, for sure. Like there have been so many sweet yeah. planeswalkers we thought were going to be great, and then the first time, not. yeah, in testing someone yeah. casting invoke, we're like, never mind, it's no gone. Mind. The, the only the only one that's good is because it plays well with invoke. You know, so invoke yeah. kind of like applies so much, so much. You could argue about invoke being banned, right? I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. you, you could also make a, make a point for like Atraxa even. So the format doesn't become just a purely ramp fest because if Atraxa is the best thing to do, it's similar to Esper being the best thing to do, right? Like just the, that's true. It's just not not a, it's a viral experience. Then there there are some uh, offenders like there's some cars you could you know target there. Those are the ones I think, like just Esper, Traxa, and Invoke Despair are probably the ones that I will consider if I had to choose. I, probably Invoke, actually, just because. I, I think you know, it's going to be quite substantial. So I think we were only talking about like one or two bands, or maybe even three. But I did read somewhere that their intention is to make sure that the cards in Wild Eldraine are not stifled. So I think we might see a lot more bands than we might expect. Like it could be well, more than three. There's a lot of bands. Yeah, if there's three cards, I mean, if there's more than three cards, I will expect Invoke to go for sure. Like I think Invoke yeah. actually resembles the Teferi experience, where yeah, there's like easily fifty yeah. cards in the center, like even decks that are just you cannot play because you die to Invoke. Like, That's a really good. Shogret is the only big creature surviving on that. You know, like <laughs> it's it's um yeah. I think Invoke might get the axe. I will be very surprised if Ambuster does for what Anthony said. It's just like it's very comparable to. Bonecrusher. It's just like different card in different decks, and it's also like the the, the card plays very differently in different games. That it's I don't feel like I'm playing the same game whenever I play against Bombaster. You know, it's a uh, yeah. I, will be, I mean, it could be Bombaster also if they want to ch- just change things for sh- for the sake of changing it, changing them. But I think it's good to have a card like Bombaster, so also colors have access to you know grindy games or whatever. Because otherwise, then a lot of strategies like white I, I, I don't like mono white existing in the format yeah. but i think it's good for you know like it's it's fine that these decks could exist can exist and i think if we have ambassador yeah decks like this can. or even yeah semi-aggro decks that want to be able to grind some games while also attacking i think ambassador enables those decks i think if the goal is to have a diverse metagame banning ambassador probably i mean not probably like it surely goes against it right like ambassador enables yeah. archetypes so, I, and invoke stifles them so i think i will go for invoke probably or i didn't think of invoke at all but that's a really good point I think now. Now I think they probably should and will ban invoke. <laughs> I was fast, just changed my mind completely <laughs> after. Like the more the, as you kept talking, I was thinking, "Wow, that actually makes a lot of sense." Okay, now I think invoke's definitely going. Like, uh, so I guess fable I mean, invoke <laughs> and something else. Like, so maybe one or two other things. Then okay, yeah, because 
like if I could ban one card only, I would actually ban Invoke over Fable. I agree. If I had to make a choice for one, because that's actually the card because, that the most times we just say, "Oh, you can't play it." Yes, invoked. Like we've said, yeah. we've. I'm just thinking about how many times we've said that over the last like year. It's a lot, a lot. But we don't say I cannot play the second fable. You know? Yeah, we you never said tale, that. And we we never say we cannot play the second Buster, but we say we cannot play this invoke. I we, think we that, did that's say that also, about Bankbuster because we we said literally only one card, Liliana. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but that, that's in yeah, general. Yeah, true, we don't correct. say that. But for invoked, but overall, in invoked despair, we just kept saying, even decks, you know, like this deck is cool, but yeah, you, know, you get it's invoked. invoked. All the so other that, cool that's enchantments. My approach. Yeah, 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 exactly. That, that's my wow. opinion on the bannings. I don't know what they will do with that. That's the, those are my. That's my so funny because you know? it's like it's not that powerful a card in general, like in terms of like pure power level, but in terms of what it does to the format, it's like it really does shut out a lot of things. That's very true. Yeah, and that's, you know, I mean, that definitely stifles some decks that could exist. So, yeah, we'll see what they do. Wow. I mean, obviously, it's, there's this is so gonna many be so good because now there. I'm convinced they're definitely going to ban Fable and then, so they're going to ban Invoke and then we can point back to this thing but look at Javier. He big brained it. He called it. He knew they were going to ban Invoke and it was a good ban. I just know it now. <laughs> this is good. This is good. I'm glad you called it. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I, I'm just saying my thoughts, you know. Like if it no, was no, in no. charge, it was I'm like just totally you know, if it was, it was commanded, like being a committee for standard bannings or whatever, that would be my input as someone that has played a lot of standard. Now I'm gonna be mad if they don't. So <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take too much to have you mad. So it doesn't mean <laughs> well, anything. I've never gotten angry in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we just talk about about you being angry. So uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we asked the we also Mengu had some things we built about the seasons right yeah they're they also announced the new rcq seasons so i think they've oh, already yes. said that the next one will be so this this is uh, rcq season is still like uh, kind of all over the places for example uh, the only store that runs rcq in my region only has modern uh the, i'll go oh, to an rcq I'll go to an RCQ in June because I'm still not qualified to the next RC, so I have to grind uh, the RCQ. Yet. Uh, and um, but the next one uh, will be fixed and will be all Pioneer. The one after it will be all Modern, and the one after, so we're talking about January to March 2024, will be Standard. So Paper Standard must be played in Paper if you want to qualify to the original championship. Yeah, and the regional championship itself will be standard as well, obviously. Yes, yes. Yeah, sorry. Do you yeah. think yeah, it's yeah, good? Yeah, do you think it's bad? Opinions well, in this? I mean, this is what we used to do in the past, right? In the past, when we played PTQs, it was like this. Yeah. And yep. I don't mind that, yeah? I think it's cool. I mean, they've, they've specifically said that they're trying to cover all of the formats when they can. Like, So I think a lot of the time, a lot of years, it's just going to be Pioneer Modern Standard. I would like to see a little more standard and a little less of either of the other two, but you know maybe they'll do that eventually. Um, no, <laughs> but, I mean I think they, they they kind of want to as well, right? Like they want to support standard, and I think the best way is via competitive play because I think standard more than the other formats is tied specifically to um, high level tournament play. Like I think people are happy to play modern casually. People are less likely to play standard casually, and more competitive players tend to enjoy standard more. Um, I mean, I think I think the more competitive you get. Like the bigger a divergence you get in terms of preferences to the average player. I mean, if you ask like the most competitive Pro Tour players, they all love Alchemy, and we both know that's not the most popular opinion in like from the uh, <laughs> compared to the invested player base as a whole, right? So I don't know. I mean, it depends on which audiences they're trying to cater to, but I think that the audience for standard and the audience for high level tournament play overlap more than for the other formats. 
but I think they can support um, formats like modern other ways. Like I think GPs, for example, are a tournament circuit that makes a lot of sense as like uh, make, make, makes more sense to run as modern than standard, for example. So I think like pro tours should lean towards standard and other events like LMS or GP or whatever the the equivalent of large standalone events are should be more like modern. Um, but I don't know. I guess we'll see what they do. But I'm 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 pretty happy with what what they're planning to do so far. It makes sense and. Yeah, it's again kind of a return to the way it worked before, and it did work before. So, why not? Yeah, right. it was like this for forever. Um, actually, so I agree with your point. Like you know, the classic like archetypical pro or whatever, like the more competitive community tend to like standard more, and modern is like more casual or whatever. But I think it's a good idea to also have this modern PTs because it's a way to like bind these two together. You know, like it's it's a kind of tournament where you have the pro players playing modern, but also more casual players can see the pros playing their formats, you know, mm-hmm. on their deck. And that that's, I think that's a very good nexus to have between like, you know, the two type of players. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of tournaments actually does a very good job. It also levels the field in that regard. You know, like if you're having like a PT where you're playing modern and you just played your deck for 10 years or whatever, and you're super and a massive expert of the deck, you're good, you know, even if you're like a little bit less experienced or whatever. In a standard, it's so much hard to actually break through. And I think that makes these tournaments a little bit more accessible for people outside like the, you know, already established players in the circuit or whatever. I think that's why they actually work. I, I do believe, as you like, having three PTs, one being modern, one being a standard, one being pioneer is a little bit too low on the standard side. Um, like we ha- what we have in this year, mm. I would prefer them to have more uh, like standard, a little bit more standard, like maybe you know standard, standard, and then modern, and then standard, standard pioneer, or whatever. But I like I think it's great. good that they keep you know yeah I think that would be good. But I mean yeah. that would be one PT of modern every two years. But I personally like pioneer and modern, so it's fine. Like I mean I, I don't mind playing those formats as well, but I prefer standard for PTs because it's also like kind of more rewarding for testing them yeah, in for a way. Sure. Like, yeah, but like, uh, you know, I think this is going to be fine. Let's see how it works. Um, it also depends on what Waltz is going to be. Because if Waltz uh, is like most standard, you know, that will mean, we, let, let's say you have four PT level events, right? Like we have three PTs and a Waltz. If it's like standard, standard, like if Waltz is a standard and it's then standard, standard, modern pioneer, isn't like as perfect as you can be? Like, you know, in terms it could of distribution. Be. I, I kind of forgot about Waltz, which is. Yeah, you qualified. Funny, so yeah, so, so you... if, I think if you have four events and you have two, two, one, and one, that's pretty good. Okay, and I, I, guess so it I, makes I actually sense. hope you know. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be good. So let's see. You know, you can also do like this this year. If assuming standard is uh, Walt is standard, it's like pioneer standard, modern standard, and then like pioneer standard, then modern standard, and that's just very good. I think it's a good balance between all these three competitive formats. And I mean, mm, yeah, you know, I think the idea, the whole sense. structure, looks good to me. Yeah, I could see that working out very well. So I guess we kind of have to have them fill in the blanks a little bit. But I don't know. I'm optimistic. I mean, they've been doing well so far, right? Like, no reason to think that that it's not going to continue this trend. So yeah. Now uh, let's hope to qualify so we can, you know, experience the trend. Yeah. Well, that's a scary part. We have to we have to requalify. I mean, I think you're already qualified, right? But um, you're qualified for the next three or four. Uh, so yeah, I was asked, I was wondering about this today because I think I'm qualified for PT Barcelona and then PT one and two for next season. That's correct, yes. But I'm, I'm but am I qualified for PT three? I don't know. I don't because, think so. No, because it's three it's three 
three last PTs, right? Qualify for the fourth. That is correct. Yes. So, so you, this is PT two of the season, right? So when when two, three, one are the yeah. So it's only yeah. So we'll be qualified until PT two next season. Have like three more. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. And you, you just have to do fine in them, which you know somehow I have a feeling that <laughs> I think you'll be okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So now I realize I bef- this morning was a little bit confused. I got to ask, but now I was really sleepy. So ah, yeah. Well, okay. So yep. I mean, I'm still good. I'm happy. You know, three more. So. Yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> All right, so that this was the announcement, right, Mengu? There's nothing else to talk about the announcement. We can just yeah, I would say we exhausted the the topic of the mm-hmm. of the announcement. The and, announcement. Yeah, and maybe we can that's, go that's through. Good, we can go through a little bit of uh, talking about formats. Actually, talking about uh, uh, some of the uh, tournaments that happen over the weekend. Which, of course, the one that we uh, look at are the uh, challenges. Uh, but you know. Um, we had. We can uh, start with Anthony's favorite format. Do you like that? Yeah, I, I want to start. We can I'll, start with Anthony's format. Oh, great! Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I'm surprised yeah. that we're going to talk about standard, but that's okay. No, modern, modern. Also, we shouldn't talk I, about standard anyway because the arena championship. Uh, but yeah, go on. I, I was going to start by congratulating, uh, congratulating with uh, our two, our, our two, our two friends, our two teammates for the. Uh, uh, RC Athens, which are Martos and Makuto, they both uh, crushed the um, the Pioneer Challenge, which, by the way, was a uh, 150 players for you top eight, you get 25 chests. These these tournaments, people love people play them for the love of the game for sure. Yeah, they're, they're not exactly great, but they are cool tournaments, and the the level is you know I think this kind of it's not low because there's a lot of players playing playing for the RCs. So it's like bigger player, like bigger tournaments, but also levels levels kind of higher in my experience huh. playing them before the RCs. I don't know if yeah. you agree with this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like the standard one was super large and this is the same. Like it is so large because of the RC. The, 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 the... A lot of names I recognize on that challenge though. Like, you know, we have the uh, classic Upumpa. In the top four, Upumpa. <laughs> you know, yeah, Claudio yeah. winning it with uh, oh, awesome. it once again. You know, it's it's there's, there's a lot of names. Yeah, Makuto, Martas, also Ginger. Like, you know, that, yeah, that's Ginger came second. For... Yeah, it was it was very cool. There there was only one Pioneer Challenge one, because right? of the yeah because of the bug. Uh, the Magical Line was had some bugs this weekend. We only had three modern challenges, uh, so there wasn't uh, that much time for Blue Red Merc that to shine because we only had three challenges unfortunately how many challenges do you need for merc type to shine because you know i feel like at, le- at I least feel like the trial least, period is well over at least four at least four how, how did it three, do this weekend one, i'm just wondering totally innocent uh, question just wondering well this weekend out of the 24 decks that made the top eight we had one uh top eight competitor congratulations to drum roll Mad two for keeping the Merc Tide Torch high. Wow, that's a fantastic performance for such a highly played deck that's supposed to be really good. That's 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 really strong. I'm glad I asked that's that question. Okay. You mean the best deck in the format, Anthony? That's you okay. mean the best deck. It is, yeah. the, yeah. it is all in the, the plans. It is all in the plans to keep the deck low so that it can be the best deck for the Pro Tour uh, Barcelona. Ah, okay. Mm. This, and this, this also keeps it safe from bans. That's very smart. That's smart. Surely, They'll yeah, never ban yeah. Rayman yeah. this way. Will I be able to play uh, any modern PTQ? No, right? It's just sealed. Hmm? Uh, Is that correct? For what? Sorry. The, if I don't qualify to the Pro Tour, the, the, the PTQ are only sealed, right? 
I'm not sure. You'll have to check the event schedule, but mm. yeah, I have no idea how so. We are not Europe. I'm sure there'll be there'll be some modern event around. You know, there's no way they're going to run an event in Europe and not have something. No, yeah, but I I only play the PTQs, so I don't know. Oh, that's fair. I will, I will keep on grinding. Get back. We uh, yeah, I'll go to uh, Valencia. So not Valencia, Barcelona. Uh, in two in two weeks uh, to with Javier to do the testing. For oh. the RC Athens, so for the RC Athens, yeah, 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 yeah. it's gonna oh, be that's, that's that's you know, okay, work. I see, I see. That's yeah, be cool. it was good to have you back, Mango. There, it was good to chat with you, and you know, too bad you didn't win too many matches, but it was still a good experience to yeah, yeah to chat won- with you in the PT. I won six. It was it was great yeah, to see Mango again because you know it was it was surprising because I hadn't seen him for ages, and you know when I saw him, I thought, wow, he looks older than last time. But you know, I'm a nice person, <laughs> so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say it to his face. So you know, I had I had yeah. a long. You could have beard. waited for like one show or two, you know, one episode or two before. I mean, you can you can use it also again after I, you. I had a, I had a, I had a long beard. I I would have accepted it if you said if you said that. <laughs> you know? it's, no, it's, it looks good though. I think now, the beard looks good on you. No, no, I cut it entirely. So did you beard? Oh. Actually, yeah, I had many comments. All right, comments. so Marte region dominates modern again. That's it. That would be the headlight. No, I I wanna I wanna like, stray no. away from the title because then like people just also every every Friday I still stream Merc Tide and people. I remember we had the title like that, like the demise of Merc Tide, something like that, and people yes, came yes. in the chat and they were like, "Oh, wasn't Merc Tide dead? Why are you still playing this?" Something like that. So, oh, wanna, are you sure it wasn't me? Because I've probably said that to you many times, actually. <laughs> I th- I'm probably going to say it again this week, by the way, just so you know. T- tomorrow morning, it's Friday, and I will be streaming uh, Merc Tide. Yeah, so no, yeah, can, no, it, I'll set an alarm. That's it's a fine. chance. I'll, I'll, it's fine, I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm literally setting an <laughs> alarm, the alarm right now yeah, exactly. to tell Mangu, the alarm is why again. are you playing this, this garbage deck? It's literally never won a match, ever. But it did won a match. One person to pay with ever. it. Yeah, that's you know that's more probably than only decks. played mirrors. I I don't know. Could be, could be. That, that's could probably be. You are so mean, Anthony. But other than that, there's not too many like you know. There's the usual suspects like creativity. I mean, Barn won the challenge. No, I think Barn's always like, there is oh, definitely oh. a new thing this weekend. Deck, though. Yeah. It's the there's two, two new things. Yeah, there's it's two, the skills, two. the skills player. Like there's the challenge with three skills players in the top eight. One of them being aspiring spike Whoa. as well. Oh. So too. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's kind of big that's news. Wild. Why didn't you mention? Why didn't you well, just lead with that? Scales what? is the, the biggest. Uh, the, the new Mortite, maybe. Yeah, uh, Arden Scales got the, this new card called. Uh, what's the exact name of like the Ozolith? The name is Ozolith, the, the Shattered oh, Spire. And uh, yeah. that card is very good because it's an additional Arden Scales as well as pumping a very strong activate ability for it. Wait, and this card alone made it to three hardened scales decks. I mean, it's modern. It's all I mean, about I fashions. It. This is the fashion of the week. More people played it, and it top eighted more than there are, than the other. This weekends. deck was like it was nowhere before, right? And out of nowhere, like the three showed up. Like you're telling me there's one Merc Tide across all the challenges and three scales in one top eight. Yeah, I'm gonna. There's s- also one thing, Anthony. Though, like this kind of decks, I, w- I want to say one thing about this because it's yeah. not only this card being that good, which is very good, of course, in this deck. It's, I uh-huh. mean. Scales is a deck that depends on scales, so having one more scales, it's uh, an important thing. But also, this is the type of deck where the last card of the deck was so bad that you're not replacing a 6 for a 10. That's true. You were replacing a 2 for a 10. It's like this mm-hmm. deck was like missing 
something to replace like the, the, the worst you know the worst cards because now they don't play like some of them don't play like cards like I don't know the, the worker you know like, they're, yeah. they're very good cards and now they play better cards also mm. I mean that's you a know? very good point that's well worth thinking about that that probably applies a lot um, in modern especially doesn't it that makes sense yeah that's my impression at least like obviously oh. the card's great but like you know I think uh, it's also probably wow. like someone yeah, I mean, three in the top out of nowhere is impressive, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long this Hardened Scales deck is going to last, though, because I think it has one really big... I think it's really easy to beat, because the reason I think that is that the Hardened Scales deck has a lot of counters. Uh, it's just... I, mean, uh-huh. I just look do, at this deck, it? and it's... it's do, do this is it? probably good enough to be the best aggro deck. It, it has a lot of counters. Did, did yeah, you get the jokes? Okay. I, 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 I did. Yeah, I, 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 I was very I was concerned. Okay. I was trying to get through it, but it's impossible if you don't help, Mango. Thank Carnies, you. <laughs> I, I, I made a mess. I was, uh, as we were recording, because you know how I never do only one thing, I was building a Pioneer deck, and a pile of cards fell down, and now I have oh. a mess. But I'll carry through, I'll carry that's, through. That's as always, as but the funny thing about that, Mango, is that's, that's also how people build their Murktide decks, so it's fine. <laughs> but no, they they just build it by net decking some decks that isn't mine somehow. That's how they build it. But if they would, oh, they well, wouldn't be losing. You probably as much. built yours by knocking over a pile of cards, so it's fine. It's all. Uh, all right. It's okay. Carry on, guys. Carry on. Carry on while I pick up my my cards. We we should we can also. I mean, there's something happened also in all the format of the people, which is legacy. What? Where Congratulations from this Javier. podcast. Yay! Congratulations, Javier, for top 80 the legacy showcase. Yay. We want also, yeah, also, for, also for top 16 the popper showcase. Yay! The, all the formats of the people. You know, how does, that how was a great weekend. How does I'm, Anthony I'm feel about our co host playing a popper tournament and doing well? I'm okay with it because there isn't actually anything that he needs to prove. I only I only object to it when he has important things to do, you know? Like, if he's playing, like, a pauper showcase, like, before the Pro Tour, it kind of tilts me. But right now, there's there's quite a gap <laughs> until there's anything that, that's important. So he has he has permission to to go off on, on these uh, recreational activities. You know, it's 20, 2023, you know? I'm not gonna... You know, if it, what he does in his free time is up to him. You know, I'm not gonna... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, I played the Popper Showcase. I played uh, Tony Ramis's Gate deck to a six to finish. Wait, what, what, I didn't love the deck, again? but what was the deck? you know, Naya Gates. Okay. Naya Gates. Uh, Naya Gates. It was yeah. a fine deck. Like it was very bad against combo, so I lost the two matches against combo where I felt like completely hopeless. I felt my deck was awful, but against every single other deck, my deck was just like very good. So I actually will say the deck is very strong if you spend not too much combo in your meta game. It was. It felt great against like Monterey, Affinity, all of these decks. So, I mean, I I just barely didn't test anything at all. I just asked for help, and he helped me. But I mean, it was good. It was one match away from top eight, so you know I cannot complain too much. And for Legacy, I played uh, Cade- Angelo Cade. Is his name right? Uh, Angelo. The Sky Control in Legacy. Yeah, uh, I think Control decks in Legacy are very delicate. So when I play one it's like when i tried the ansi one a few months ago i just like to just copy it because i don't really i think sometimes you take out one big car or you put one more and then the deck suddenly doesn't work so i just copied his deck i only made like a small tweak in the mana base 
and I just make topic with just control. Uh, not only like a most uh, no win condition, just control. Like win conditions are two emperors and two shard typhoon. But I have played control in the past, and so it was time to to play again. I think I didn't want to play Delver because I think the meta game is a little bit like it's, like the deck is not as good as before, and the meta game is hard to read. So I just decided to play like with a lot of counter spells. And it was a good tournament. I started like 6-0, I think, and I and sneak it in with 7-2 after losing to two lands. Uh, you know, this deck was good. It was I had a lot of fun games. I lost some classic control games where you're supposed to win, but then you lose because you do four lands in a row or whatever. But I don't know if I'm going to be playing this deck going forward, but at the very least, it was... I mean, it was very functional. Like, it felt like the deck was well-built. And I think that, um, you know, I, I was like happy that I just got got to net deck someone that understood their deck so my deck will actually function in all the matchups so that, that's what i have to say about this it was a good tournament i also qualified for the legacy showcase I, I like the showcase as much i still have not played any of the mocks which is something i keep trying and last season i failed to qualify for any showcase so at least i have the legacy one which is the one by the way i have played the most times but i'm happy about it and you know it's after the pt you know having another topic the next week makes me feel like you know i'm still like i'm on the lucky streak if you know what i mean <laughs> Although, although Anthony predicted that this weekend you would have said you'd never win a match, ever. Yeah, Javier yeah, always he feels wrong. like he hasn't won anything. So I was sure, you know, Javier had just top eight of the Pro Tour. And then I was sure that Javier was going to complain about how he was doing in the in the showcase challenges. And true to form, he went like X2 and X3 and still complained along the way. So... Yeah, he, I, I know. At some, at some point, I was I'm, like, how, "How are you doing, Javier?" He goes, "I'm also losing in the PTQ or whatever." He said, "I don't know." That's funny. I, I busted the PTQ arena, which is what the tournament I care the most about. To He's be complaining, fair. but no, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm, I'm for real. I'm, yeah. I, I really put a lot of effort on these like arena tournaments, but I just couldn't make it happen. So I just, you know, did fine in the in the showcase power. But I think topping the PT gives me a few months of not thinking like that, you know? Like, <laughs> like That's fair. I, I, you're safe. I don't complain as much. I just, like, try to... I, I don't like when I don't play well, when I feel like I'm playing not... Like, you know, sometimes you're playing a lot of tournaments at home. I'm sure some, some of the listeners will identify with this. Like, sometimes you're playing a lot of tournaments, a lot of events, but you're not playing very well because, in a way, you don't get to focus too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when that happens, in my experience at least you start losing focus, so you play worse, which eventually makes you lose more. It's not like you play right? worse, but you play more you play more tournaments and you lose more. And then you feel like, wow, I have played like I have busted like 20 tournaments in a row. And that's mm-hmm. true. And that's something that, you know, I've been I suffered in the past. And I think the way you, you cut it, you just have to play like the game super focused and you try to play the game. I, I tried this on Sunday because Saturday I was playing also the arena PTQ, so it was like a little bit rougher. But like on Sunday for this legacy deck, especially with like another reason to pick a deck like this was the matches will be so long, I will have to stay focused like for longer, so I will not lose the focus, like you know, being on the computer or whatever. And I think that's also, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to play control and I think it worked well for me. Especially after having so much pressure on the PT or whatever. Sometimes it can be hard to to maintain the pressure on yourself playing from the computer. I don't know if you guys also experienced this, but for me it was a little bit rough, like hard some of the times, and this time it was fine. I don't know if you ever experienced I, that kind of problems. I'm not sure either of us plays enough online. I mean, I think I might start playing more online events soon because I've like moved my time zone around before, but before like time zones just made it impossible for me to actually play online tournaments and Mengu is like a massive paper boomer, so you know, he's obviously never turned on a computer in his life, so 
you know i think uh i don't know <laughs> yeah, I, there, i'm not sure either of us <laughs> I, rem- I, I, I wanted to make more there was a time after i won the legacy ptq in december and i got the 10 uh, leaderboard points i was like okay i'm gonna play more i'm gonna get more points and etc but then the more i played and the more i like didn't win and like i was staying at the computer for 10 hours sure i was with discord with some friends but i don't know i'm off it i've i've had it but you know i i'm well, happy i mean that- i think obvious right you just have to you just have to break the cycle you know like if you break the cycle then you can get back you know get back on track but otherwise yeah you do it's just, hard yeah, yeah. You, it's it's easier said than done <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really hard, but other than me topping the, the Legacy, which was cool, uh, you know, Initiative won the showcase. Yeah, Initiative Once won. Again, uh, basically very similar to the wider Initiative is for the, the banning. So it's like Initiative minus Adventurer, which is sick. Yeah, minus the three mana Initiative card plus the four mana Initiative card. Yeah, huh. and, it, and the it just won the tournament. It just won the showcase. Yeah, it's definitely wow. good. Uh, yeah, there was Rhinus in the topic, which is like a new... Yeah, player. Rhinus, Rhinus uh, I believe he beat you, right? Yeah, he beat me easily. Yeah. Uh, I got destroyed by Rhinos. Also Shadow Deck. I don't know. Delver, again, not not like, not like in yeah, the top I believe eight. There was not a single uh, Delver in the top 24. The only one was like Gulducat, but he had the a Night's Whisper and Thoughtseize, which is like a different build. Wow. Yeah, so, Shal- Del- so Delver deck. is the Merc title of Legacy? No, Dead. no one thinks like yeah. the Legacy now, like it has no like Legacy is a wild the like, wild west now. Like oh. I, I'm actually super excited for the showcase because like what's the best deck in Legacy? Like we don't know. It's, like the metagame is super spread. Like it just it's very hard to to know, you know, what's good, what's not good, what to play. The metagame is very spread. I mean Reanimator is like the most played deck, I think, in the top yeah, but but a little bit only. Like there's a lot of different decks and there's a lot of others and there's a lot of decks which are like two copies or one copy in the top thirty two. It's very spread, and I think that um, I think Legacy is a very good, in a very good moment now because the community still has not figured out what's what's good. Huh. And it's only been two months already, right? Since the banning, I think two three months maybe. I don't remember exactly, but it's been some weeks already. And if you look at the results of tournaments, challenges, even the showcase or whatever. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's like seven decks <laughs> every time. Like, it just, <laughs> every tournament's consistently like six, seven decks. No. Remember when we had like three Delver for initiative and one onliner? Not the, anymore, you know? I will say the ba- these bannings of Iteration and Adventurer, they did well to Legacy. That's my impression right now. I don't know if you agree, Mengu, but I think that Legacy is in a good place right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you care about the, uh, like, the. It, it depends, right? Because the metagame doesn't always say the whole picture, but this time I think we kind of says that. And yeah, I would say the legacy is in its place, space, place. Yeah. Like you can play everything you want. Like you could play lands, animator, shadow, control, whatever. You know, like eight cast and death and taxes. Even you know a lot of decks you could play, and they're they're gonna be fine because there's not not deck like having like a, a huge share of the metagame by just being the best deck by a lot. It will change, you know, enough weeks will make some decks to to be on top, but that's a fun fact, by the way, my two first rounds of the tournament were against Cephalic Breakfast. Ooh, <laughs> must be nice to play against Cephalic Breakfast. No, I, I, I actually kind of like playing against that deck because I feel like I know how to play against yeah, it. For so sure. uh, yeah, for sure. You know, Sometimes I, I, speaking, I make speak, mistakes. Speak, but I just, speaking you know. of legacy, Javier would be the legacy seat in our team event at Four Season. 
Yeah. I will be the vintage seat. More, more, more. Yeah, I wasn't a fan, but I guess somebody has to take that. Yeah. You get to play with old cards, Mango. You like old cards. Yes. Yes. But my opponents will play Bazaar, and I will not like my 20 minutes time or workshop. It's okay because. That just gives you more what time it? to watch Javier play Legacy. You know, a lot of people would pay money to get to watch Javier play Legacy. You know that, right? No, so I'd rather, I'd rather, close. I'd rather go watch Alfred play Modern so that you know we are. No, it's okay, Alfred. Yeah, it's all upsides, Alfred. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. I mean, so um, there's two things about like we could talk about all the formats, but so this is probably the last time we we'll talk about Pioneer, right? Uh, well, wait, wait, even, hold on. When you, when you, you know. say last time, you mean? Uh, it's, it is, Ever. you know, for a little while we won't talk about Pioneer. <laughs> yeah, we're already talking about Pioneer, yeah, true. We don't talk about Pioneer because the eighth is happening, is, is happening right? Um, yeah. First, we're going to go to Valencia, both me and you, right? Yeah, I think I'm finally going. I will, you know, make a final call, but yeah, I'm probably going there. You know, it's a land of the pages, so, so I might that's, go. Um, uh, that's, that's for the Pioneer. LMS. What format the, is that? The weekend, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, weekend of 25th of May, yeah. And then... Right, that, what, what, what format is that, sorry? It's Pioneer. That's Pioneer oh, okay. on Saturday, and uh, the if you don't make day two, there is the classic on sun on uh, on uh, on Sunday. It's gonna be modern. So finally, I can I can prove the world that uh, Merktide is good. It's my chance. Oh, the best! Like, this was the best like ever. One chance, one That's opportunity. Okay. I, I, I have an we... entire week of different ways to think of ways to say I told you so. So you know, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'm on top of it. It's okay, Anthony. Uh, one more thing, standard. Also, Anthony said it before, but we have like the team. Our teammates are playing, competing on the. Our teammates are competing in the arena tournament, so we're not gonna going to do a breakdown of the standard post uh, PT because you know it might affect their. You know, you know what it is the tournament. <laughs> the arena, you know the arena what it is. is coming yeah. up. Yeah, uh, I just you know the yeah. words don't don't flow, but. Although yeah, I will tell sad, like, I, uh, for, the, for the listeners as well, normally we would stop talking completely about a format leading up to the Pro Tour, but I think there are enough people who just love Modern so much that we probably can't just can it. So maybe me and Javier will talk less about Modern leading up to the uh, Pro Tour uh, Lord of the Rings, but uh, we'll let Mangu cover cover the news. Yeah, all of a sudden, in the modern. in the whole month of July, Merkta will be the best deck, according to the Carnies podcast. Uh, <laughs> and nobody can... Mengu's going to contact uh, Fireshoes, so he can uh, Photoshop the, the, you know... Imagine if Fireshoes... By the way, shoot, uh, shout out to Fireshoes. I talked with him again in the PT Minneapolis. He's a very, uh, you know, very kind person. Uh, I love to be. He's um. You know, to share, to, uh, know, Javier, the way the way just, that the youth call it is good vibes. So you know. Yeah, no, exactly vibes. vibes. Like he's vibes. just great vibes. You see, you see he's the man the there, and yeah. he's just like loving being there. You know, like he's just there in the scorekeeper place, and he's like just you know like enjoying the time just being there and scorekeeping, and there's that kind of vibes. They're contagious, and I, I love that. You know, it's great. Just, so that like fire shoes could just Photoshop. The <laughs> he spots for the week and he's just, just put a lot of Murtite. All the Murtite with <laughs> so Mango, go, so Mango goes, yeah, yeah. So Mango goes, and you know, there's like five copies in the challenge from his deck from last week or something. Yeah, yeah. I would love if he, yeah, he takes that the, I think the Friday I mean, deck do, list, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he just puts like a lot of you know, so fire this, if you ever listen to this, just please, you know, like uh, that's 
if you ever do this, like you know, maybe four martes in the top eight, whatever, you just put fi- fake for one week. I think Mengu will love it so much. You know? so At least I personally will love it. Stuff I've heard so much about. What's <laughs> <laughs> a prank, right? That's the name. Uh, like yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not yeah, familiar I would with say it's pranks, a prank. So. Yeah. That's what I want to have, like, from Also, other. this weekend, both me and Anthony will grind uh, the G-Truck Monster in Thalia's. Oh, yes, we'll go. Tal- I don't even, I don't even know what that is. Monster, yeah. yeah what, a, what is that? It's like a promo. Like it's a, a promo. It's like hundred yeah. hundred dollars in America. I think. Wait, that's it a is. Lot of followers. I mean, <laughs> no one told me that. Or, I just saw there was a tournament to that was drafted. I really enjoyed the MTE finance. What? I, yeah. No one told me that. This is ridiculous. When I, when I hear some mango, man, perfect mango finance from the Pro Tour. And even if you don't, I will tell you regardless. Yes, I, absolutely. I, I do. I do. Yeah. I okay. Round <laughs> one of the tournament, I received my J's, my promo J's. For those of you who don't know, at the, at the PT in Philadelphia, I was bought by the vendors for 500, I believe. But then like the same exact J's was given, right? And I reached a, a table where people were, uh, you know, there was, there was some vendors. And the first vendor I go to, he goes... You have the Jace? And I goes, yes. And he goes, I'll offer you 250. And I go, sure. And I sell it. And then every other person I talked after sold it for way more than 250. So that's the oh, Mango Finance of finance. Pro Tour Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's also one, it's not Philadelphia. Sorry, Minneapolis. Minneapolis um, yes. Two, it's uh, Mango yeah, Finance. It's, I mean, it happens, you know, that's, uh, yeah. that's, <laughs> it's okay. uh, that's something. Gosh, I mean, two hundred fifty well, is a lot of money. I'm, I'm amazed. I, yeah. I mean, two hundred fifty—that's apparently like two and a half Gitrog monsters or whatever. I, <laughs> not too far away from the playset. Yeah, I'm sure that wow. the price will go down. But anyway, I will go to at least yeah. one draft that awards the Gitrog monster, and probably also another one. So I hope I can avoid drafting white and red and get my Gitrog monster. Yeah, is that your advice? Right. I, well, now now I might yeah. actually. I, I I just wanted to do it because I enjoyed the March of the Machine draft format so much. Like Javier could tell as well. Like in the in-house draft. Yeah, like how it. wrong? Well, I, I was personally I was personally super wrong, and I think you were wrong a little bit in that. Yeah, too. me too. Like, no, I was very wrong. Good. No, more than a little. Yeah, bit. I was very wrong as well. Yeah. I thought it was the format was bad. You know, like it's all about the bombs, whatever. It's not that the, that true. I, I I'm actually yeah. I did the draft the other day for fun, which is something exactly, you should yeah. do. Not. That was my plan, and now yeah. Mangu told me it's not for fun. Thanks for ruining my day, Mangu. It's horrible. yeah. I'm also doing a draft tomorrow for fun. Not today, actually. Yeah. So it, Me you too. Know, it's gonna. It's yeah. The, <laughs> it's great. So good job. You know. I mean, I'm I'm still gonna blame Itali for showing up in my first five oh, matches course. or whatever. Yes, yes. But yeah, but it's 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 good. Yeah. I mean, I was wrong, and and now I drafted in more. Uh, I mean, I don't think white and red are that bad. I think I think they're worse, but. They, they, there are decks that can throw a pot with those colors, so you know. I think yeah, yeah. Red can't good. be that bad. Itali's red, so if you, know. you yeah, if you if you're considering drafting a little bit or whatever, or picking a format to learn how to draft, I think uh, this format is very complete because it makes you try to like go find the lanes in drafts. Like this is not like Ravnica drafts where you have like three decks or four decks. There's a format where you have like a blue red deck that's a little bit different than the other blue red deck, and sometimes you have to find yeah. your lane. And because of that, I think it's a good draft to try to enhance, like improve your drafting skills. Yeah, you just, it just forces you into lots of different situations as well. Like the, the Multiverse yeah. Legend slot actually made draft 
you know, actually contributed quite a lot to the texture of the format, I think. So, I, don't know, yeah, I like that. That's a lot, a lot. That's a lot. That's yeah. good. I also didn't like it before because, yeah, then again, the third day I was on the draw and they went Mountain Ragavan and it was like, yeah, this, this, <laughs> this is, you know, I don't like that. Yeah, but, I, like, overall, having this multiverse Legends, it just gives a lot of, like, new dimension, you know, for a lot of archetypes or, like, even, you know, they're unique, right? So, so they're unique cards often that just enable draft archetypes, but they are, like, kind of rare in a way, right? So, yeah, I, to- I totally agree, Javi. If yeah. I was playing a format and then I was on the draw and my opponent went two on Ragavan, I would hate that format. I would just complain about it forever. I, I strongly agree with you in this regard. Well, the deck is Thank not even saying. good. I, I it doesn't top eight at all. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it won but it's, you know, in uh, Rakdos Cam, and that's a better Ragavan deck, everyone. It, oh, it, it, it is the best one I have in deck right now. You should you know, play that oh, deck. I'm you sorry, shouldn't play Markside. Yeah. Nobody should. But, but, <laughs> but, you know, imagine just Friday scam. It doesn't sound good, so you should not it play scam. It deck. does sound like it would be... <laughs> yeah, Friday Market sounds much better. That That's a good nice. reason to play a modern deck, yeah. So, yeah, I want to be clear, I recommend this format. Like, uh, you're, you should probably try it if you haven't. Yeah, before, Match of the Machine, before, great format. It, and yeah. apparently you can win yeah. expensive promos that no one knows is also expensive. that $100 yeah, yeah MTG yeah. Finance then that, that, that I wonder who's gonna buy but whatever people buy everything these days they right? really do yeah, yeah they do. I mean someone is buying them if you can vendor these Jaces for like $400 someone is buying them for more than that I just don't know who but you know, it's not my job to know who. It's the vendors. I think they're, they're cool cards. I think that this this cool. like yeah, kind cool. of a cosmetic, um, you know, exclusive cards is a good, a I good way great. to. Sure. Yeah. Also, it doesn't it, it it takes out pressure out of the normal cards. You know, Absolutely. to have these spots on the on the like in the mm-hmm. food chain or whatever. You know, we don't yeah. ha- we will not have like that many staples that are the, like that fancy for that reason. I the way I see it, the also. people who buy these like fancy cards, they subsidize the people like us who don't care about fancy cards. So I'm very grateful for them. Like unironically. Exactly. I think, I think that I think, that's, I think that's the case. Yeah. Also, like, you know, like it's a, it's an option. It's not like you need to buy them to play. But if you mm-hmm. want this exclusive cool card, you can, so it's kinda of good. Yeah, it's I mean, great. I think that's kinda of, yeah. All right. Uh, do we have anything else on the on the you know? I was on the same script. <laughs> like on, on the, the agenda. You know, is, yeah, on the agenda. Like mm-hmm. anything. Actually, yes. We talk I have something on the script. Oh, okay. Is that I have to thank the new Patreon. We were supposed to say that at the beginning, but I guess better oh, late true. than ever. Yeah, we got sidetracked. You never know what's what it's coming. It could be the beginning. Could be the end. You know. That, yeah, that, yeah, way, that way, everyone has to listen the whole way. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. If you are if you are a Patreon, a fresh new Patreon, want to hear your name shouted out, you must listen to. The whole episode. <laughs> I mean, they probably the do anyway. It depends on the day. They care enough to support us, which we're very grateful for. But they were probably going to listen are. to everything anyway. But yes, get to it. <laughs> Brian and Alex, uh, you guys are great. Thank you all for uh, supporting, joining the the, the podcast. Where you're just free to share whatever you want to share with us. Uh, we're going to be there uh, commenting. I want to uh, actually thank Javier. I believe you are like the fastest one to respond anytime somebody posts something in the in the Discord. Oh. Uh, I get, I mean, I have I spend a lot of time on the computer, so maybe I am. I just have the notifications and on the computer. So sometimes if I'm around, just, you know, it doesn't hurt to, to answer. We have one question today. Uh, I'm going to talk about this because it's brief, but like we have a player I was playing Pioneer, I was playing Ragdos, and asking me about like the mirror matches because they were winning a lot, and then they were losing more recently. Uh, just you know, like if you guys are playing, just keep in mind that every, every one of us, myself, but also Mango or Anthony, whatever, we get like strikes where we lose a lot, even like weeks or even months. So if you ever, you know, 
feel yourself into that situation and you're playing a lot we're losing a lot just keep it up because it happens to all of us that's it yeah 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 that's a that's a piece of advice <laughs> for sure talk about it as much yeah absolutely I mean, it happens to everybody but people are more likely to talk about their winning streaks and the losing streaks so yeah, exactly the classic you are on the arena open day whatever yeah, you yeah. and, and you, you see everyone making it too and you're like yeah no i just cannot win a match i'm the worst player ever do i even know how to play magic you know you get this kind of thoughts no you know that's you know this it's, happens this, to all of us every time <laughs> i saw that um there's one player i believe his name is uh, jacob and he went on a 30-0 streak in vintage cube he posted the the screens wow. of the 10 trophies in a row that is well, Jacob, unbelievable. He's, he's a very he's, he's 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 a strong player. You know, I I was in the same. Uh, we were in the uh, testing server together for uh, the for the RC that just went past, and I was very impressed by him. I didn't know he went thirty zero though. That's that's tough. That's yeah. Tough. Actually, yeah. I I now checking his Twitter. He went 25, 20, sorry, 35, 35. He 35. kept on going for five more. Yeah, that, that's just, yeah. I mean, Thirty-five that's impress- wins that's in impressive. a row in vintage. Like, that's I, I can't even imagine it when I saw that's it. Unreal. I was like, "What?" And speaking of cube, that's this weekend there's the mocks. I have my yeah. friend the True Hero competing. Uh, I've you know I've, I've had some uh, I've done some cube with him. Wish the best of luck. Do, do you guys have any friend competing? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Shout up is uh, competing. So I. Our best wishes to him, and hopefully he crushes your friend and all of you, all of the other people that are neither of our friends. Yeah, I also have Bernas as a friend. Oh right, there's Bernas, true. true. Yeah, true, true. Bernas started from the little board. Yeah, but, you know, I, I want, I want to see the the tournament because there's a lot of good players, and you know, I, 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 I hope they they feature Carl on the draft so we can see actually all he's doing because you know. Oh, you want to watch that? A, you want to watch that for sure? I do. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So I'm definitely no, going to tune I'm, in. I'm saying and, to the viewers, you want to watch that if. Ah, you can okay, watch me draft, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let, let's see, let's see how it goes because you know I'm, I think I'll, I'm watching most of these mocks. I think they're very good to watch. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean we'll see. But yeah, I'm gonna try to to watch as much as I can and definitely root for my friends if possible. I'll be busy winning a Gitrog Monster in Talia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to Carl and good luck to Mangu. Yes, um, we're playing a similarly staked uh, tournament. <laughs> yes <clearly. laughs> okay guys it's time to wrap it up thank yeah, you uh, thanks everyone for listening and yep. it's good to have a three bag cheers, we hope guys. he doesn't you know put himself into a ship for one month again so yeah. I don't know cheers. I live in Australia so it's <laughs> or <laughs> for at least two months you will be around right what no no maybe not at least but almost two months you'll be around for the podcasts. I should hope so you never know with Anthony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ciao. Ciao.